UGA Football News presents today's sports report with Matthew Hall. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. Today's sports report is brought to you by Happy Sewing and Quilting, offering products that will help you show your bulldog pride. Hall Shots Photography, going above and beyond to provide pristine and professional photography for all of life's greatest moments, plus many other fine sponsors. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Well, hey, how you doing? It's good to have you with us today on today's sports report with Matthew Hall. I'm Chris Hall, and uh, it's it's good to be back. Our program has not been canceled because of COVID, thank the Lord. But, uh, boy, have we had some uh, games uh, canceled around the nation and in the SEC because of uh, COVID-19 concerns. And, of course, last week, we talked a whole lot about Georgia and Vanderbilt and built up the game and looked forward to the game, and then there was no game. And, of course, we understand it uh, because of COVID-19 uh, concerns. But the uh, Bulldogs, uh, let's just cross our fingers and pray that uh, the Bulldogs will be back on the field this coming Saturday noontime as they'll be taking on a red-hot team, the Missouri Tigers. And we'll be talking about that game uh, as well coming up in just a few minutes. And also we have one of our favorite people in all of the world that's going to join us on our program today. Uh, he's uh, the uh, sports director for one of the great heritage uh, te- television stations in the state of Georgia, WMAZ out of uh, Macon, Georgia. And that's our, our man, our main man, Marvin James. Uh, it'll, uh, we'll talk to Marvin in just a minute matthew how you doing today you good doing great great to be with everyone out there today uh definitely uh definitely felt naked with no dolls game this past saturday but looking forward to being dressed back with a new game this weekend yeah it should be good Uh, and uh, let's and by the way we have some uh some big news for you guys uh our podcast uh, you know our podcast is on several different platforms all the major platforms you can find uh today's sports report with matthew hall but We've got some big news. We have a website now where you can find all of our podcasts. They're all archived there. And anytime uh, you want to just stop in and listen to one of our podcasts or uh, find uh, the contact information or other information uh, that you would want to find, you can go to sportsreport.com. That's sportsreport.com, all lowercase, and uh, you'll find us there, a brand-new website we're really excited about that. We'll have links to uh, different uh, places of importance. Uh, you can send us an email. You can contact us. Uh, we're pretty proud of that website, aren't we, Matthew? Absolutely. Great, uh, you know, uh, great new thing we have and a great new um, connection tool to the listeners and, and anyone else out there that would want to get in contact with us. So we're proud to have that. All right. So uh, coming up this Saturday, it'll be uh, – Game 9 of Georgia's 2020 football season, the 6-2 and two Bulldogs, ranked now number 9 in the country, according to the uh, latest uh, college football playoff rankings. Uh, the Bulldogs will be traveling up to Missouri to take on the 5-3 and three Tigers. Uh, all of a sudden, a very hot football team, uh, the 5-3 and three Missouri Tigers in a game that was supposed to take place on November 14th, but uh, due to COVID-19 issues, uh, that game was postponed. Uh, the SEC has rescheduled that game to take place December 12th, this Saturday. Kickoff is 12 p.m. 
And the game will be televised by the SEC Network. Now Missouri's five and three, and Missouri made an appearance in the latest uh, college football playoff rankings, ranked number tw- uh, 25 in the country. So uh, it'll be two ranked teams, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs and the Missouri Tigers, uh, coming up on, on uh, this coming Saturday. Now last week's game uh, between the Bulldogs and the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores was canceled, and so the Bulldogs have not played in two weeks, and now they're on the road to take on Missouri. Uh, The Tigers uh, have won three in a row, and they have scored uh, points in bunches the last two weeks. In fact, last week, uh, Missouri beat Arkansas in an exciting game, almost a last-second win for Missouri, 50-48. to Not much going on as far as defense is concerned uh, in that game between uh, Missouri and and uh, Arkansas last week. Missouri's got a hot quarterback. He's a freshman, Connor Bazelak. Uh, he's uh, completing 70% of his passes, has thrown only two interceptions and 258 attempts, averaging 7.8 yards per attempt. He's connected on, uh, let's see, he set a school record uh, for passing yards by a freshman, 2002 and counting. And so uh, Georgia will be taking on Missouri in a, uh, in a game that, of course, uh, was rescheduled because of COVID-19. So Georgia's coming in, playing pretty good. Missouri's playing pretty good. Matthew, I don't know. This is one of those games where you got to just say, okay, Bulldogs, let's get out there. Let's uh, show the dominance that we need to show. Let's get uh, ahead, and let's never look back, don't you think? Yeah. Let's, let's don't give Missouri any help of beating the Bulldogs. No, absolutely not. I mean, Georgia has to, you know, cannot take this game for granted. Uh, again, this is also a noon kickoff game where, if you look back uh, over the last few seasons, Georgia has struggled in some of those contests yeah, at, at, at the noontime kickoff. So that's kind of a, a, you know, a situation you could throw in there. Also. Again, uh, Mizzou looking really good. Won five of their last six games. Snuck into the college uh, football playoff rankings at 25 this last time. But uh, they're pretty hot right now, a pretty hot yeah. team. I mean, Georgia cannot take them for granted. And, and you know, you're, you're traveling to Mizzou as well. So uh, you're going to have some jet lag and you're going to have a noon kickoff time. You're going to have to play. You're going to have to be prepared to play. And it's been two weeks since the Bulldogs have been on the field. But we're pretty confident uh, that uh, Coach Smart will have the guys ready. You just don't want any of those early game turnovers and that kind of thing. Just let play a good, solid game, and Georgia should win. Well, let's uh, get on the horn, as they say, and talk to one of our favorite guys in all of the world, Marvin James, who is the sports director for WMAZ in Macon, Georgia, one of the great heritage television stations in the state of Georgia, I have uh, watched Marvin many a time give us uh, some good sports reports. Uh, Marvin is a graduate of uh, Warner Robins High School, and uh, he was awarded an athletic scholarship to play for the Georgia Southern University Eagles in football. Marvin, it's good to have you with us. How are you doing today? Hey, how are you guys? You are two of my favorite people as well. Man. Oh, good to be back on the phone with you. Yeah, they did, did. Well, Marvin, every time we have someone come in as a, as a guest, you know, uh, in COVID with the COVID nineteen thing going on, one of the things we do is we really try to take care of our neighbors. We check in on our neighbors, make sure that our neighbors are doing well. So we want to check in with you. You're our neighbor. So how have you fared uh, in the uh, COVID nineteen era? And uh, I know things have been different uh, at the at the uh, television station. So, how are things been going with you and your family? 
Absolutely. Things have been um, different. That's probably the best way to um, uh, put it. Uh, Matthew and I have actually, we've talked a few times, not as much as we usually have during this time of year, but um, things have been different since March, uh, say St. Patrick's Day. Um, you know, they sent us home and we've been working from our, our home studios, which has been my kitchen, actually. And it was <laughs> five nooks, my, my wife cornered out for me. But we've been working home um, since March. Um, around uh, the end of October, I got a call that I would be allowed to come back into the station. I'm still isolated um, in, in a uh, conference room outside of my office space. Um, it's only, only myself in here. But um, prior to that, we were allowed to uh, you know, work work the softball games, work the, um, a lot of the local games, uh, the football games and cross-country meets and things like that. So, um, you know, we're encouraged, not encouraged, we're, we're told to mask up and so we're, we're masking up and uh, trying to uh, do pro- promote social distancing. It's hard in the South when we're so used to uh, saying, hey, y'all, and yeah. shaking hands and all that good stuff. So we've adjusted quite, the, quite a bit, but we still speak to each other and I think we, we're willing to do whatever the rules are so we're able to continue to have sports and, and promote these kids. So we've been excited to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I was out and about today, in fact, and uh, I was smiling at people. I, I was saying hello and smiling at people, and then I got to thinking about it. They don't know if I'm smiling or not. I could be sticking my tongue out at them, you know. For, yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just uh, kind of weird. Well, I, you know, I have appreciated uh, what kind of good friend you have been to Matthew Hall. Uh, of course, you guys have, uh, Matthew, I, I know you and Marvin have roamed the sidelines at Sanford Stadium taking uh, pictures. Uh, and, and you guys have begun, become uh, good comrades in, uh, in cameras, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, guys, yeah. you know, and I'll speak first here on this. I want to say, you know, uh, Marvin has been, you know, uh, just, I mean, the words can't describe how much of appreciation I have for him. You know, he was... Uh, First individual that ever actually took me out on the field at Georgia, you know, just a a day I'll never forget. And then, you know, from you know, of course, I mean, be you know, we we're friends prior to that, but that's just a day I'll never forget, and something I'll never forget, you know, about Marvin that he did that for me. You know, brought me out as his guest, uh, you know, one one time, and then, of course, fortunately, I've been blessed enough to you know to get out there on my own some with another group and. And uh, just cannot really uh, say thanks enough to, you know, the, the mentorship and just the friendship and, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the friendship all together, all around that, that Marvin's been, you know, to me personally. Yeah, well, we, we appreciate it, Marvin, so very much. Now, uh, of course, you, you spent a lot of time with, in, in covering high school football. And, of course, yes, we, have, we have listeners, uh, you know, from around the country. Uh, in Middle Georgia, high school football is a big thing. You have a lot of fun with that. I used to love to watch the Friday Night Frenzy <laughs> and all the. So, uh, yeah, are, are you still into that? I mean, are you still able to do that at some kind of level like you used to? Yes, sir. I'm um, actually like um, the first. Uh, I want to say first five six weeks we were remote working remotely. We were uh, sending all of our in- video from the field, meaning I wasn't live. I was recording. Um, you know, me speaking at the games and, and, and shooting all that and then sending it into the studio. Frank was, um, uh, Frank Malloy, our, our um, main anchor, he was solo anchoring that show. Um, and then towards the um, end of the month, uh, I think Halloween week, um, that's when we got the call that we were able to go in there. So we've been hosting together since then. So all of November and um, all of December, 
um, knock on wood, we're um, going to be able to host together. Um, we're still practicing uh, social distancing inside the studio. So he's in, on one side of the studio and I'm on the other. But it's a lot more fun. The, the show is, is definitely designed to have interaction between one another. And um, we're definitely taking advantage of that. We just love, you know, the game and we love being around each other. And, and it's been it's been great for the community because it's, it's a chance for them to uh, kind of relax and, and take their mind off of um, all the, the stresses and, and tension of everything that's been going on in the world in, in 2020. So it's definitely a chance for people to kind of, um, you know, let it, lay their head back and just kind of relax. Yeah, you know, I'm so glad we're having sports. Uh, because it is an outlet, and I, you know, I, I know that it's been a struggle at some level, especially on the college level. For instance, Ohio State and Michigan will not be playing uh, yeah. this Saturday, the first time in uh, who knows how many years, uh, and and so the Big Ten's got a little mess. ACC's kind of navigated okay, but we've had some games uh, in the SEC. Uh, council as well. Of course, on our program, we talk a lot about the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Give me your impression of the uh, 2020 edition of the Georgia Bulldogs. Well, I think I'm not really surprised. I think that we all kind of didn't know what we're going to go into, you know, in the post-Jake Fromm era. Um, you know, the, it's funny, you know, you don't really miss something until it's gone. You know, a lot of, there was a lot of complaints um, towards the end of the season about um, Coach Coley and um, what, what, uh, how the way that Jake was kind of maneuvering the um, the offense in, in Georgia, and then he leaves, and then you don't really know what you had. I mean, you just you just had a guy who took you to the SEC championship three years in a row, a national championship, and, and then you you don't know what you're going to have at the controls. And obviously, the signal caller, the quarterback, is one of the most important positions on the field. It's not the important position. So, going into that and losing Jamie Newman um, before he even took a snap. Um, you know, really left um, Georgia not knowing in what direction um, that they would go. And so, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's not a storybook, so we, we kind of know that this is going to happen. you got guys who, who don't have experience. And not saying they're not good players, you know. Um, not saying that um, DeJuan Mathis wasn't a good player, but, you know, it just, it just seemed like something was off a little bit in, in his early development. And then, um, you know, Setson Bennett, I think everybody was, was rooting for Setson. But I, I think we all knew that he had a ceiling just because, um, you know, this is the SEC. It's the, it's the top of uh, top of college football. And, um, you know, not say again, not saying that he's not a good player, but it's just one of those things where you need a little bit more. And, and JT Daniels obviously was hurt, you know, or he would have been playing. I right. think, you know, a lot of people, right. you know, they, you know, sometimes our fans can get, the fan base can get a little overzealous and, and, and critique. But obviously, Kirby Smart wants, you know, the best for the team and, and, um, and, and if, if JT was available, I'm sure he would have been playing. But obviously, he was hurt. But now he's coming in his own and he's looking pretty good. And, and we still don't know. We've only seen two games of him. We don't really know. We don't know how battle-tested he is in the SEC anyway. So um, I, I think that, you know, this is pretty indicative of what a lot of college football teams have gone through. You know, you miss out, you know, spring. You don't have a lot of uh, summer. And so a lot of people are just trying to find their way. And, and Georgia still can call this a successful season you know although they're not an SEC championship and that's debatable with some but you know this has definitely been something that I think has been kind of impressive considering everything that's happened in 2020 yeah no doubt no doubt and I mean it, and you just like what you said you know you brought up uh you don't know you know what you have till it's gone I mean Jake was just uh you know Jake Jake especially in the last season I mean 
Uh, didn't really have a whole lot, uh, you know, uh, uh, receivers to throw the ball to. I mean, it was just really, a, uh, you know, it was just really a tough season on Jay. Whereas, you know, the years before, he had somebody that he could consistently throw the ball to and trust, you know, at the wide receiver position, and it worked out a lot better. I mean, Jay, Jay took a lot of heat, uh, I think, unwarrantedly. And, um, you know, Jake was a great quarterback, great person. Um, you know, I mean, it, it – it's kind of tough, you know, to be uh, – it seems here recently over the last few years, it's kind of tough to play quarterback position at the University of Georgia. And, yeah. and uh, just like you said, you know, I mean, even with JT Daniels' success that he's had in the first two games, I mean, uh, the yeah, it looks great so far, but uh, you just don't know what, you know, what the you know what the future holds. I think, you know, he's coming into his own, like you said. So hopefully, you know, he'll be, he'll be successful moving forward for the dogs. Definitely. Yeah. I, we certainly hope so. And uh, he looks sharp so far. So, Marvin, yes, uh, hang around with us. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to get some predictions. And, and to be honest with you, for full disclosure, Matthew and I are terrible at these uh, predictions. <laughs> uh, but we have a lot of fun doing it, and, and uh, we're, we'll just focus in on the SEC. We have some interesting games uh, coming up uh, this coming Saturday. So, if you don't mind, hang around with us, and uh, we'll let you join in on the fun. How about that? That sounds great to me. All right, good deal. We'll be back in just a moment on today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with more of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Hall Shots Photography, featuring the work of award-winning photographer and Georgia football lover Matthew Hall, is a proud sponsor of today's Sports Report. While Matthew is at home on the sidelines of Sanford Stadium taking beautiful action shots of another Bulldog victory, he also specializes in other types of photography, including landscapes, portraits, weddings, and promotional photos to help promote your business or your special cause. Matthew is also a trained videographer and he loves capturing those always exciting high-in-the-sky drone shots. Matthew has been the camp photographer for various football camps, including those featuring Roquan Smith, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, and other Bulldog greats. You can check out Matthew's work on Facebook at Hall Shots Photo and on Instagram at Hall Shots Photography. You can contact Matthew at HallShotsPhotography at gmail.com. That's HallShotsPhotography at gmail.com. Matthew has a camera, and he'll travel to get that right shot for you. Contact him today. Happy Sewing and Quilting is a proud sponsor of today's sports report. Happy Sewing and Quilting offers custom and professionally made items that will help you show your bulldog pride. How about a custom and professionally made 100% cotton face mask featuring beautiful bulldog fabric? Of course, everyone in your family will need more than one. And just like the bulldogs on game day, Happy Sewing and Quilting can and will deliver. From custom-made face masks to baby bibs to tote bags and more, Happy Sewing and Quilting will help you get ready for game day or any day you want to let the world know you love the Georgia Bulldogs. If you're interested in items featuring the colors and logos of other teams, or if you're interested in non-sports-related items that meet your taste and show off your style, Happy Sewing and Quilting will be more than happy to help you. For more information, you can contact Happy Sewing and Quilting at ahall1921 at hotmail.com. That's A-H-A-L-L-1921 at hotmail.com. Contact them today. 
Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. And we're back on today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall and our uh, very special guest, Marvin James, is with us. Marvin is the uh, Sports Director for WMAZ Television, Channel 13, in Macon, Georgia. Marvin, how how long have you been at uh, WMAZ? This past May, I celebrated 21 years. Wow. Uh, 21 pecan seasons, as we say down here in South <laughs> um, I've been I've been excited to be here. This year was been a little different, but you know, um, it definitely has taught me a lot. And I'm excited to 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 go a few more. Yeah, uh, well, it, it's so good to have uh, you with us today. We appreciate you uh, taking time to to uh, join us today. And and before we get into our picks, did I see where you have a daughter graduating from high school? We're Facebook friends. Did I see that? Is yes, that right? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My uh, my my youngest, my oldest, my only <laughs> daughter, yeah. uh, Jasmine Drew, is uh, um, a senior at Warner Robins High School, and um, she's she's she didn't take up for the sports aspect. She's into the arts, the fine arts. So yeah. she she's a, um, an actress, a young thespian, um, and so she she does that a lot, and she's excited, and hopefully being able to um, complete that later in um, January, February. But yeah, she's looking forward to graduation. She's already doing dual enrollment, but um, she's looking for school. So we're um, hopefully we're going to have her uh, our unofficial signing day, as we like to joke around yeah. in our house. Uh, yeah. You know, coming out soon in the new year. Well, well congratulations yeah. to her. Congratulations uh, to thank Jasper. you, thank y'all very much. All right, well, let's get into the SEC. Uh, schedule for this coming week and uh, of course uh, we've talked about the Georgia Missouri game and we'll jump into that one first Georgia six and two on the year Missouri uh, ranked number 25 five and three on the year uh, Georgia of course did not play last week because of the uh, game with uh, Vanderbilt being postponed because of COVID-19 concerns uh, Missouri had a wild game I, I watched some of that uh, the last part of that game Missouri had a wild, uh, to say the least a wild game uh, with Arkansas, Missouri coming back with like forty ah, something seconds left uh, to uh, drive down the field, kick a field goal, and they beat Arkansas fifty to forty-eight. So Georgia traveling to Columbia to take on the Missouri Tigers. I, I think it's going to be a t- I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, the The line on the game is uh, Georgia, like I don't know, eighteen point favorite or something. It may be closer than that. I, I just I, I believe it's thirteen. Yeah, is it thirteen? I, you know, I, I'm just I'm going to go with Georgia, but this may be uh, more of a game than than we would like to see. What do you think, Marvin? Well, the, the only part that, that scares me a little bit, just like Matt talked about earlier in the show, um, that it's a noon kickoff. That's an early kickoff for for those guys. Sometimes they have a hard time waking up today, team. But and also, if we think about it, during this time of year in December. Georgia's usually gearing up for a game that really, really matters. Right. That's the SEC championship. So I'm hopeful that the guys are still dialed in and still connected and still knowing they have a lot to prove for the rest of this season. Um, sometimes, you know, we haven't been – in Athens, we haven't seen a lot of opting out outside of um, Jamie Newman, and that was even before he played. But um, so – and he doesn't really even count as far as part of the squad. So I don't think any of the guys are letting go. I'm not – saying that at all but I think that that's something that just is in the back of my mind uh, are these guys because I, I was there when we played uh, 
Texas in the Sugar Bowl. Oh yeah, and it, it was it was not a good feeling. No, um, that was a terrible game. The, yeah. It was a terrible game, and and it was a game that you know. I guess to the standards didn't mean anything. But, no, when it comes down to the X's and O's, I think Georgia obviously trumped everybody at every position. Um, I think that um, JT Daniels is excited to go out there and show. The rushing attack is excited to go out there and kind of show some balance a little bit because we haven't really had a balanced game yet with JT under um, center. So hopefully we can go there and do that. And we can get some of these guys back. I heard Richard LeCount may be coming back this week or not this week, uh, maybe next week. So um, I think the defense is still in tune. I think that this is still a Georgia team. Um, they're better than being ranked number nine. And I think they're going to show up and um, and kind of kind of really show that they still have something to prove. Yeah. Well, what about it, Matthew? Uh, Missouri, Georgia? Yeah, I mean, 12 o'clock game, uh, you know, just like you mentioned, I mean, tough, been tough for Georgia. But I just think, you know, for whatever reason, I think Georgia does have something to prove here going, you know, to finish off the season. And I think they show up ready to play for this game. Yeah, okay. Uh, we have Alabama. Uh, visiting Arkansas. This will be in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Alabama last week <laughs> had no mercy on on LSU, beating LSU 55-17. to Of course, Arkansas, we've already talked about, lost to Missouri 50-48. Uh, you know, it's just Alabama is so good, Marvin. They are so good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well convinced that they are indeed the best team in the country. Somebody's going to have to really play a good game to beat uh, Alabama. And Mac Jones at quarterback. Oh, they have so many weapons. What about it? I'm obviously going with Alabama. What about you? Yeah, I'm, yeah Alabama is just that team to be reckoned with. Coach Saban continues to do a great job. And I mean, and, and every year, year out, consistently, they are, um, I won't say heads and tails, because last year, LSU obviously had a, uh, a pretty good season <laughs> for, yeah. for the record books, but uh, but, but, you know, outside of that, Alabama just usually head sales uh, better than everybody else, and they're showing that. You lose a guy like Waddle, and they're still able to continue yeah. to, to, to go at full strength. Um, Devontae Smith, I mean, he's just been breaking hearts all across the SEC. Yeah. It seems like for five, ten years now. Um, so I guess we'll all be glad to see him go off to the yeah. NFL. But, um, yeah, they're just going to continue to show. And, 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 and shout-out to Arkansas. Um, they have, you know, they got robbed in Auburn that um, one game, and I think yep. that they have really showed a lot of um, improvement under um, Coach Pitts, and I think that they're going to uh, Pittman, and I think they're going to continue to do better. But they're unfortunately just in the path of a of, of a juggernaut uh, yeah. this week. Yeah, what about it, Matthew? Yeah, I mean, definitely Alabama. No question, the in my opinion, the the best team in the country. I mean, Mac Jones already over three thousand passing yards. You know, Najee Harris another you know thousand yards rushing. Uh, uh, Devontae Smith. I mean, with the one-handed catch he had in the last game, that you know should be, in my opinion, the catch of the year. I mean, they, uh, you know, uh, Felipe Franks and uh, and I, you know, he's he's been up and down. I mean, injury prone. I mean, Pittman's done a great job, I think, with the Arkansas team and as a head coach there, and tip my hat to him there. But uh, in this matchup, I mean, there's no contest. I mean, Mac Jones and, and Alabama roll. Okay, we have Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Seems like we predicted this game last week, and we did, uh, but uh, that game was canceled because of issues uh, with Vanderbilt, I believe, and Tennessee both. Tennessee lost last week to Florida, 31-19. to Tennessee put up a valiant effort, but, man, Florida, and Tennessee's really bad. They're really bad. Yeah. And they lost yeah. to Florida, 31-19. Vanderbilt, of course, has not won a game. Derek Mason fired uh, as the head coach. 
Tennessee Vanderbilt. And last week, if I remember correctly, I picked Vanderbilt to win this game, and I'm going to stick with it. Vanderbilt's going to get a victory in this year. So what do you think, Marvin? I don't think so. I watched that Vanderbilt. I watched that. Not so fast, my friend. I got you. I got you, brother. I got you. I watched that Vanderbilt-Missouri game a couple weeks ago, and it was awful. I mean, I tell you. I, I was watching just to see, you know, check out how Sarah Fuller was going to do, and it was just, it was so bad. Yeah. Um, uh, Tennessee wins that game, they going out. Yeah. I just, I just can't see it. Vanderbilt just had so many issues that I think they definitely have, um, given up on the season. Yeah. 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 And Sarah Fuller, of course, the, uh, first woman to play in an SEC game, uh, for an SEC team. Uh, I guess, I, is she still, I hadn't seen this. Is she still on the roster with the, uh, I believe. The team? I believe she still is. I mean, they've been having, um, you know, issues. And, and, you know, one of the things people were wondering about, well, why didn't they get a guy, you know, to play, you know, guy soccer player? Was they don't have a guy, uh, a, a main soccer team because they got rid of it back in 2005. So I think she's still hanging around. Yeah. Um, they only have a couple more games. So uh, okay. we'll see. We'll see. All <laughs> right, Matthew, what do you think? Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Matthew's going to go with my Commodores. I can tell, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to no. say no to that. I mean, look, Tennessee <laughs> played a good game last week against Florida. I think they uh, bring that momentum into this game and and really try to you know to to make sure that they get a win. I do think it. I do think it will be a closer game than what uh, is to be expected. I'm gonna pick uh, Tennessee 27, Vanderbilt 24 in this game. Okay, we well, both of you will owe me a, a steak dinner when you see Vanderbilt. <laughs> I will definitely hit you up. (laughs) I got you, brother. Okay, Auburn at Mississippi State. Auburn lost last week to Texas A&M 31-20. Mississippi State did not play last week. Um, You know, Auburn, ah, boy, they're 5-4 on the year. Mississippi State 2-6. I I just, I believe the, the Malzahn era may be coming to an end. At Auburn, uh, I, I'll pick Auburn to win, but Mississippi State plays so good against Georgia. I would not be surprised if Mississippi State didn't win this game. What do you think, Marvin? Yeah, Mississippi State has been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde too. I think when they started the season off, that big win over LSU, we didn't really know what LSU had. And, you know, uh, we thought that maybe the Leach era was going to be on fire starting out, um, but it, it just hasn't been the case. And they've had a, a some serious issues with COVID um, this this season missing some players and a lot of folks opting out. Auburn, yeah, I think the best miles on area is, is in jeopardy. Uh, unfortunately, with that the big time um, money they're owed him, yeah. I just don't know if they can afford to get rid of him. Right. Um, you know, and I think that's another situation with Bo Nix. I think that they kind of um, the Auburn fan base doesn't really appreciate what he's been able to do. And, and you know, and I'm not a you know I'm not an Auburn fan, but you know the kid really has moxie can play the play the game. Right. Um, it also doesn't hurt when you got a one of your transfers going to Liberty and he's lighting up the whole yeah. country as well. So that's true. Um, but yeah, I'll take Auburn in this one in the folks with maybe seven, ten points. All right, Matthew, what do you think? I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I know this is gonna sound uh, out of the way here, but I'm actually gonna go with Mississippi State. I mean, they're the home team this game. Auburn. I mean, Bo Nix. Great athlete, but been I think highly underutilized. Um, and play, you know, and he's had an up and down season. I mean, beginning of the year he struggled a good bit, and then he got on fire, and then you know faltered off back on fire. 
So I'm actually going to go with Will Rogers. I think that Will Rogers will have, uh, you know, uh, a great game at home, and I think Mississippi State will pull off an upset. All right. See, he didn't have the bravery to pick Vanderbilt, but he's going to pick Mississippi State. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, Ole Miss. Uh, let's see. Ole Miss and Texas A&M. Uh, Ole Miss did not play last week. Uh, they're four and four on the year. Texas A&M seven and one beat Auburn thirty-one twenty in uh, College Station, and um, uh, you got to go with Texas A&M. What do you think, Marvin? Yeah, the Aggies have been quietly, uh, you know, impressive. I mean, I think um, with all this year going on, I think I looked up last week and they were talking about Texas A&M is in the top ten and the top five, and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to look five. They're five now, said, right? Yeah. yeah, and I said, man, these guys have been really killing it. So, um, oh, you know, I mean, good for him. Good for Jimbo. And uh, I think, you know, watching Texas A&M last, last year, Matt, were you at that game with me last year? I was. I sure was. Yeah. Yeah. So, watching them last year, they weren't really impressive, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think the fighting lane Kiffins have improved uh you know, tremendously this year as well, but obviously you got to go with Texas A&M. Yeah. What do you think, Matthew? Uh, I, and this time I know it's going to sound crazy. I know Texas A&M's played great, number five team. Kellen Mond's been really good, but after a while, I mean, personally, I watched uh, Ole Miss play uh, in their last game, and Matt Corral uh, really, you know, I was really impressed. I mean, he's got 2,744 passing yards on, on the year. Uh, he is not scared to throw the ball downfield at all. And so I'm actually going to pull, uh, you know, a second upset this week. I think Ole Miss somehow, some way, pulls it off. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to Matthew's mother, Marvin. I don't know what he ate today, <laughs> but he's pulling all these upsets on us here. Uh, and that's all the games uh, we're going to look at. Uh, really quick, uh, Marvin, what do you think about uh, Shane Beamer's hire at South Carolina as the uh, young guy, uh, formerly uh, with uh, Georgia, I think is a special teams coach. What do you think about that yeah. hire by uh, by South Carolina, the Gamecocks? Well, I think I think it's, it's, it's in the um, right direction. Um, you know, I think that Shane, you know, obviously has done some good things. He's learned under Kirby Smart. Then he went over to learn under um, Lincoln Riley. Um, so I think that they're headed in the right direction. It's, it's a it's a tough position to be at over there in um, in, in in Columbia because it's just one of those those programs that you know you think you can win you know you can win but it's, it's so tough in the SEC yeah. you know one loss and, and you're almost out for the whole season so um, I thought maybe they would uh, look at um, Jamie uh, Chadwell over at Coastal Carolina yeah. since he was in state and that might help with recruiting but um, I think Coach Beamer has enough name recognition because um, I believe his dad was a pretty okay coach so yes he was, that, yes, he was. that's one of those things yeah um, um, that's one of those things that I think is going to help them out in the long run. Speaking of Coastal Carolina, where did where did they come from? I mean, they beat BYU <laughs> last week. Oh, yeah, Coastal Carolina. I mean, seriously, uh, yeah. what do you think about that program? Uh, they're in my, they're in the conference with Georgia Southern in the big big uh, uh, what is it? Uh, fun fun yeah. uh, fun belt Sun belt. Yeah. So um, I um, they, this has just has been a great year for them. You know, things have just been clicking. Um, that coach Jamie Chadwell has been doing really great for them, and um, I, I think you know um, it's it's been an a, incredible run for them this year. Um, they haven't been like this in years past. They've been knocking on the door, you know, two, three, four lost seasons, but this year they got it going on. I heard at one point um, somebody was talking about 
um, Ohio State needs to call Coastal and see if they can throw a game together because <laughs> hey. they're not afraid to play anybody. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm excited for them just because they're in the conference um, with, with my George Southern Eagles. Um, but, but, yeah, it's always a good story to see what they can do. If you remember a couple of years ago, they won the the Baseball World Series. Right. And that was, like, amazing to know that, right. you know, a team, a school of that small stature can match up with the big D1 boys. So, yeah, it's always a good story when you see a team like that, All you know, right. have to say. Well, uh, Marvin, I, for myself, thank you so much for taking some time to be with us on our program today. It's been such a thrill for me to uh, to have you with us, and I know for Matthew as well, right? Definitely, Matthew? definitely. Thanks for coming on today, Marvin. Appreciate your love and your friendship. All right, my man. Absolutely, absolutely. Anytime I can help you guys out, you know, give me a call. Thank you. Call thank you. Thank My prayers are with you and the family. Y'all yeah, be safe. Yes, yeah, sir. Right. Same you as be well. Be safe as well. All right. It's been our pleasure to have Marvin James with us today on today's sports report with Matthew Hall. Well, that's going to wrap up our uh, program for today. Any last words, Matthew? No, just uh, everybody be safe out there. You know, uh, twelve o'clock. You know, be ready up and early on Saturday, ready for the game, and yeah. go dogs. Yeah, get your bologna sandwich and uh, potato chips and a uh, coke, and you're ready to go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's sports report. Again, uh, we have a new website. We'd love for you to check it out. Todaysportsreport.com. All lowercase uh, and all spelled together, of course, as you do. Todaysportsreport.com. At that website, you'll find all of our programs, link information, and more information as well. Today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. The executive director or the executive producer of today's Sports Report is Trip Block. Our technical advisor is Garrett Carter. The director and board operator for today's program has been Charles Graham. To contact uh, Hall Sports Communications, you can email us at chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. You'll also find a link at our new website, uh, todayssportsreport.com. We thank our sponsors, Hall Sports Photography and Happy Sewing and Quilting, for making our program possible. If you're interested in being a sponsor for our uh, program, contact us today. Thank you for joining us for our uh, program today. We look forward to having you with us next time. Until then, please be safe out there and may God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. We thank our many fine sponsors for making our program possible. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.